This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I'll go now, Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. This week's parasha, parasha is Bahaloizcha. The beginning of the parasha, the Torah describes that Hashem tells to Moshe to tell over to Aaron that he's going to light the menorah. He's going to be Bahalois Chos That's the name of this week's parasha. That Aaron is going to have the privilege, the Chos to light the menorah. And Rashi quotes from a medrash that Chazal were bothered. What exactly is the connection between this week's parasha and last week's parasha? The end of last week's parasha, the Torah describes the Chanukas Hamishkan, the inaugurating of the Mishkan, the opening of the Mishkan, and we know that each day one of the <coughs> Nesim brought a carbon. Twelve days, twelve Nesim. And then we come to this week's parasha, the Menorah. What is the connection, the correlation between the two things? So Rashi tells us that when Aaron saw the Chanukah Sanasim, he was somewhat depressed, dejected, saddened. He was not involved in this inauguration. Not him and not any representative of his Shevet. He felt very not connected, very much missing part of the Chanukah Samizbeach. And he was saddened over this. Don't worry, Aaron. Don't feel bad. Don't feel left out. Yours is much greater than in the Siam. Why? You have something so much bigger, better, greater, more fantastic than the Karbonis that the Nisim brought. You are going to be the one to light and clean out of the menorah. A very, very difficult memory chazal for us to understand. There are numerous, numerous questions, numerous issues with this memory chazal. Question number one that many people bring up on this concept is, you know, Aaron Akain, he can't get everything. Aaron Akain was depressed over the fact that he didn't get to bring the Nasi, the carbonates to the Chulukah Mizbech. You know, Aaron, you, you can't do everything. You're not a one-man show. You got to let people do other things. And secondly, if Aaron was depressed over the fact that he couldn't do this, why was the Menorah the thing that comforted him? There are so many things that only Aaron Akain can do. Aaron Akain is the only person who can go lefnai and lefnim, going to the holiest of holy, Anim Kippur. Aaron Akain got to bring special karbanas that only Akain can bring. So why was Aaron Akain more comforted over this than anything else that Aaron Akain did that made him special. And what does it mean, the Menorah? We know the Menorah didn't have long-lasting time because once the base of Migdash was destroyed, there was no more Menorah. So the Ramban suggests that this is, resp- this is referring to the Menorah of the Chash Menorah. But again, why did this comfort Aaron? So I believe you have to go back a step and ask, Again, why was Aaron so bothered that he wasn't at the Chanukah Samishka? We pointed out before, Aaron did so many things. So one answer that the Mepharshim pointed out, and that's a very important lesson over here, is that Aaron never was satisfied with mitzvahs. Most of us say, I, I did enough mitzvahs today, I did enough good deeds, I learned enough, I gave enough stuff, I can move on. Aaron Akain didn't look at mitzvahs like that. He always wanted more and more and more. Every opportunity to get close to the Kodesh Baruch Hu, to bring a karban, to be involved, was something that Aaron Akain wanted. That was his outlook on mitzvahs. His outlook on mitzvahs were just opportunity. Give me, give me more. You never get satiated. You never get full. He didn't look at it and said, why don't you share with others? No, I, I want to get closer to the Kodesh Baruch Hu. 
But there's a deeper message over here. That Aaron Akain felt that he wanted to be involved in the Chanukah Hamishkan specifically. What was the Chanukah Hamishkan? We call it the inauguration. But what's an inauguration really? This was the opening, the beginning, the stages of the Mishkan. This beautiful building, edifice that's going to be the house, that houses Kaviyochla Kodesh Baruch This building where we're going to bring Karbanis and Kodesh Baruch is going to dwell with us. Aaron HaKoyen wanted to be involved because he wanted to live, he wanted to give. And he wanted to inspire. He wanted to live and give something that can inspire people. He didn't want this just to be a Mishkan. He wanted this Mishkan to continuously inspire people. And he felt that those Nassim that brought Karbanais inspired the Jewish people and left a legacy for the Jewish people and set up this Mishkan on the right path to succeed and to be successful. And that's what Aaron was depressed about. He wasn't depressed that he couldn't necessarily bring a carbon. And he wasn't depressed that he didn't get his picture with all the other Nassim. He was depressed that he felt that he's not inspiring. He felt that those 12 Nassim that opened up the Mishkan, they inspired the people. They're going to change the people. And he said, I want to inspire people. Hashem said to him, don't worry. You will inspire. Because you're going to have the right to light the menorah. And we know one of the things of the menorah, the menorah is an amazing inspirational uh, uh, clean the base of Mikdash. It inspires and it teaches and it educates about Torah. But more than anything, it's the, if it refers to the lights of the Hanukkah, this menorah is one of the most inspirational pieces that we have today. How is it that you walk through a community where the Jews, where the Jews are not orthodox, they're not religious, but you'll see a, a, an electric menorah? The menorah is the one thing that all Jewish people get inspired by. Even if they're distant, even if they're not connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the menorah inspires them. Hashem said, listen, this menorah will be an inspiration for the Jewish people. You're worried that you're not going to inspire people? Trust me. Aaron, this menorah that you kindled, and this menorah that went down in history, and this menorah that the Jewish people still light today, will be an unbelievable inspiration for the Jewish people. And Kachav it is today. It is one of the Yom Toivim that is spread across all walks in life of Jewish life today. And you see menorahs everywhere. And you see menorahs put up. And people celebrate it. Because Aaron's inspiration went on. And, I, and, and that's why Aaron was comforted by the menorah. It wasn't that Aaron got something above everyone else. Because Aaron had many things that he did that no one else can do. But Aaron wanted to be guaranteed that you will be an, you'll be an inspiration. You'll inspire Jews in the depths of their hearts. You'll inspire Jews later generations. And look at the menorah. How many Jews, how many famous stories do we know of Yidden who were most nefesh to build and to create a menorah in the camps? In the most difficult of times, Yidden have to hide their menorahs. Because that inspiration to do the mitzvah came from Aaron Akkadim. Because Aaron stepped up and said, Hashem, I too want to inspire the Jewish people. I don't want to just be someone who does. I want to inspire others. And Aaron Akkadim teaches us the power of inspiration. And we all have the ability to inspire people. And that's what the word mechanech comes from. An educator is not just an educator, someone who teaches material. It's to inspire people. To teach them for the future. That they should have with them and should stay with them what you taught them and what you showed them. And you don't have to be a teacher or a rebbe to inspire people. Everyone has the ability to inspire people. Of course, it's easier when you have, when you have access to children. If you're a parent, a grandparent, a great-grandparent, you're a constant inspiration. But it's more than that. Anytime you see people, you're involved with people, you're inspiring them. They watch you and they say, wow, 
Look what a religious Jew is. Look how honest they are in business. Look how nice they are. Look how sweet they are. Look how personable they are. We could all be inspirations to the world. And that's our tafkid in this world. We're supposed to be our lagoyim. We're supposed to show the world. We're supposed to inspire the world to live moral life like us. And therefore, by definition, we have to live a moral life. But this inspiration that Aaron had follows up in the parasha later on. We come to the story of Pesach Sheni. We're a group of Jews who had the best excuse in the world for why they weren't able to bring a car in Pesach. Come to Maishu and they say, No, Lama Nigara. Why should we be left out? What do you mean, why should you be left out? Because you have an excuse. But they weren't looking for excuses. Aaron Akalim taught the Jewish people. He inspired the people not to look for excuses. Not to look for easy ways out. Not to look for reasons to sit on the sidelines, but to rather get involved. And that's the connection to Pesach Shein in this week's parasha. It's that inspiration that Aaron infused into Klai Yisrael. To be better. Do more. Get involved. Don't look for excuses. Don't look for exceptions. We all have the ability to rise above the excuses. To be better than our excuse. And we all have the ability to inspire people. Let's use this week's parasha to take the lesson of Aaron Akain To realize how lucky we are to be able to inspire others. Let's inspire others and be inspired. And let's learn from the Pesach Sheini. And learn from the Pesach Sheini the ability of rising above our excuses and accomplishing amazing things. Have a wonderful Shabbos.